Peter. And welcome to When He Speaks Erotica podcast. My name is J.R. Robinson. Um, I am an entrepreneur, lifestyle creator, and um, currently I'm trying to finish my first book, When He Speaks Erotica. Uh, For years, I have suppressed this creative side of me, Um, you know, doing everything for everybody and working a nine to five job and, and not really doing what it was that I wanted to do. So one day I just woke up and say, hey, I'm just gonna, you know, do me and and be as creative as I can. And it went from putting stories together and trying to create a book to me doing a podcast, which is kind of funny because a lot of people know me as someone who's very quiet, very laid back, um, not really a rah-rah type person. So I guess as I get older, my whole thought process changed as far as taking chances and, uh, you know, throwing caution to the wind. So, um, this first episode, my very first time talking um, to people outside of friends and family members. Um, so it's going to be, I know it's going to be surprising to a lot of people who listen to this. And let me say that this podcast is about relationships, romance, and definitely about sex. And um, it's coming from the perspective of a man. Not to say I'm knocking any woman who does it. Um, I've listened to a few and um, found them to be very entertaining and well-versed in the conversations, you know, as far as uh, romance and sex and relationships, you know, go. So um, I'm just giving giving it to you from my perspective, from how I see it things that I've done, conversations that I've had with friends over the years, stories, tips, maybe some ideas, who knows. Um, So it's going to probably be about 45 minutes to an hour because I know a lot of people don't have a lot of time to, uh, to give to a podcast and I don't think I could talk for hours. At least I don't, I don't think I can. I might can, but I don't know. But right now, you know, it's the very first episode. And though I may be a little nervous, I feel comfortable doing it. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about sex, romance, friendship, dating. And oh, yeah, we will definitely be talking about sex. So... My first topic was a hard one to decide on. And with it being my first time, I want to kind of like ease into it, not just come out and be like, boom, we talking about screwing our brains out. Nah, nah, I didn't want to do that. Um, Now, I feel like a lot of people can handle that conversation, but, you know, this being my first time doing it, I want to... uh, 
do something a little different. Do something a little bit more on the surface, you know, instead of digging deep in there and getting that grimy, that that steamy, hot, passionate vibe. You know, I'm going to come with the more, um, how can I say it, for lack of a better word, a more easier approach, meaning with romance, it's one of those things where it's, it, well, for me, it's always been the base of any relationship because if you have a romance that develops and become more than just the basic wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, sex, then that's going to make the relationship positive. It's going to give the relationship balance. It's going to be what sets, for me, it's it's set apart the woman from just a typical, hey, I'm going to come over at 2 o'clock in the morning and smash type woman, you know? So with romance, um, it's it's been one of those things where I looked at it as a love that develops between two people, you know? And, and you got different kinds of romance. You know, I know we got the kind where, you know, man and woman, woman and woman, man and man. Um, then you have the category where it's parent to child or even friendships. You know, you have friends who've been knowing each other for years and they've developed a genuine love for one another, you know? Um, so I feel um, it's purely, you know, uh, how can I say? It's purely biological and it, it 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 pulls people together. It's the glue to the relationship, you know. Um, it's what makes you want to see a person. It's what makes you want to um, share your most inner thoughts when there's that romantic link, you know. Um, some people give their all. They give their heart, their soul, their mind to a relationship that has basic romance. And when I say basic, you know, something as small as sending a note, you know, sending flowers to the person. Um, I can remember one time when I was in a relationship and this young lady sent me flowers for my birthday. And I was at work. And some of my female coworkers, it was like, why would someone send you flowers? And I'm like, well, why are you hating? You know, just because your man not sending you flowers, something wrong with me getting flowers from a, a woman? No, 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 I'm not saying all that, but I'm just saying my husband, he, okay, well, that's something that you got to talk to with your husband. But it was funny to me. It was, it was like, that was romance. And hey, I'm all man. You know, I'm like, oh, type of man. But to get roses, that was on some different shit, you know. And never got them before. And, <laughs> and haven't gotten them since, you know. 
So that was a special moment for me, you know. Um, another thing uh, with romance, there's a deep, a deep attachment. You know, it's it's uh, it goes beyond the human bond. It's to me kind of spiritual, and it definitely taps into the mental and the emotional part of the two people. And once again, once it taps into a man on an emotional and, and mental level, even spiritual, that's big. Because a lot of men don't display that type of, uh, they don't display those type of feelings. They don't let that part of them come out unless they truly, really love you. And when I say truly, really love you, it's like, well, hey, you can pick up my phone, <laughs> you can go in my car, and you know, you can leave a toothbrush at the house, you know? That's when a man is, you know, romantically linked to a woman, you know? So it, it, it motivates, and okay, I'm gonna speak for me. It motivated me to great heights. It took me to a place that was surprising and different. I was able to zone in on that one woman. Every distraction, every big booty, every, you know, comment didn't mean anything because I was linked romantically with one person. And a lot of women don't believe that we can do that. You know, but you don't have to do a whole lot of stuff. You don't have to cook. You don't have to clean. You don't have to, you know, as soon as he comes to the door, just break him off. You know, some of the simplest things, some of the simplest things that you can do, like I said earlier, is send a note. Let the person know that you're thinking about it. Let the man know, hey. You've been on my mind. I can't wait to see you. And I just want to let you know that you're the most important thing. Something simple like that means a lot to me. And you can get the world. You know, but I think them days are gone. I saw my grandparents. And even though they were a little bit more firm and more old-fashioned, where you didn't see a lot of display of romance and affection, you saw that they had a romance between them. And it was the type of romance that the two of them discovered and maintained for years. I know couples who've been together for 30, 40 years. And I look at that as a, not only as a milestone, but you, you, you appreciate that type of love, you know? You appreciate that type of blueprint that foundation that they built their relationship on. Cause yeah, you know, they went through a whole lot of stuff. You know, the husband coming home late, you know, lipstick on the collar, you know, the wife finding uh, phone numbers or that little black book, <laughs> that little black book with numbers, you know, the, the, the Rolodex before it was a Rolodex, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, I don't think our 
I don't think our ancestors had to deal with the stuff that we deal with now as far as so well, I know social media wasn't back there. So now with social media, you can tell where your mate is at just by locking in the number and they'll show you exactly where that person at, you know, or going through the phone, you know, and that's one thing. Okay, don't get me wrong. Everybody has their own way of doing things. Everybody, you know, um, if they feel suspicious about something, then they, in mind, tell them to to investigate. That's like human nature. But if you got to go through your mate's phone or you got to go through their uh, clothes or say if someone leaves you at the house and you go, all you go through all their stuff, then that's not the person for you. That's not romance. That's not love. That's not commitment. That's just a bad place for you to be at. And you just need to get away from that, you know, because uh, it's not worth it. It's, it's too much pain that comes with that. It's too much disappointment. And there's no romance. The romance is gone. The romance is out the door. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and with that, you have to say romance is, is an emotion of the heart because you love with your heart. You know what I'm saying? Your heart, your heart takes over, whereas your brain should be the main organ that's controlling your romance. And I'm not saying overanalyze the romance or the love, but it helps you think clearly. It helps you see the signs before the signs develop, you know, if you love with your heart. I'm sorry, if you love with your brain, with your mind. Because when you love with your heart, you don't see the, un the unexpected uh, creeping or the excuse. <laughs> the excuse, I got to work late. Oh, I'm working overtime. You know, knowing that he or she are not the type to work overtime. But they use that excuse in the heartbeat just to go and, and creep or, you know, do something outside of the union that you and that person have with each other. So I'm not saying loving with the heart is a bad thing, but in most cases, it's not really a wise thing. Now, there's nothing wrong with both the heart and the, the mind working as one. But that's, that has to be something you can't force. It has to be a natural feeling. You know, it has to develop. It has to get to that point where it's like drinking water, you know? And if you have both of those organs working at the same time, then you can prevent the, the hurt or the disappointment, you know? So, um, also, you know, with, with that loving of the heart, it, it, it's like you're on cloud nine, you know, you just can't see, you can't pick up on the vibes and everybody wants to be on cloud nine. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything is wrong with being on cloud nine, but you can't be up there for long, you know? 
I mean, unless you just have, unless you have built that relationship where you know that person in and out, you know that they're on your team. They're, 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 they are there with you through thick and thin. I mean, when they get thin, they write there. When they get thick, then you get to a point where you make it thin again, you know? You got to be on that same wavelength. And um, like I said, you just got to take your heads out of the clouds sometimes. And I know it's hard, but you also have to protect your feelings until you get to that point where you have a relationship that's built on solid trust, that's built on togetherness, that's built on uh, being loyal to one another. If you get sick, you ain't got to worry about, you know, your woman or your or your man looking at you like, okay, these bills piling up. When you think you can go back to work? Man, I'm sick. You got this through thick and thin, right? So you have to have someone who understand that, okay, I may have to hold it down a little bit longer than I want to, you know, because that's what I'm in this for. That's the the promise, that's the expectation that I'm, I'm going to live up to because this person needs me to be on point. They need me to get up and do something where I may not like doing it, you know, taking on an extra shift, um, taking some bullshit that, you know, I don't feel like dealing with, but we'll have to overcome because right now we got one one member of the family down and you know I have to hold it down till they get back on point so but I know for me personally romance has always been one of the best parts of being with someone um, I have, I, I have put my all into giving my all, loved hard, worked, couldn't wait to get off. I mean, I would get off work sometime and go and cook. Or if I got there before she got there, you know, the water was ran. The, I got the wine going and Maxwell first CD bumping all them tracks with the candles because I was in love because I had a romance that that me and the person worked hard to develop and you 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 sit back when you're by yourself I know when I'm by myself I sit and I wonder what was the cause of me not having that romance now at this point in my life. And don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not disappointed or hurting, but it's it's kind of like a mystery for me personally. It's like almost like how was the pyramids placed on the earth, you know? That's how much of a mystery because when it's good Oh man, it's like <sighs> you see fireworks, you be doing cartwheels, you know, 
You can be in Kroger's or any department store, and your mate is on one aisle, and you're on the other aisle, and you just yell out, hey, girl, you know I love your ass. And people looking at you like you're crazy, but you don't care. Because you know you have built something solid. You have achieved. You have climbed that mountain and placed that flag. And you and you found what it was that you were searching for. And then when it's over, it's like it's like a it's for me. I can relate it to I've been in two car accidents. And each one was unexpected. Um one morning I was driving to work and someone came down the wrong side of the street. And even though I saw them come, I couldn't move because I had one car on the side of me and I couldn't turn off. So I had to embrace that impact. And and when when I uh, have lost a relationship, it's, it's similar to that. You know, it's, it's like it's coming towards you and you can't move. You have to take it head on and it hurts. It's like, damn. So for me, romance is important. And it's, it's almost vital. It's vital. It's essential. It's, it's, it's much needed in order to have a strong relationship, in order to build on uh, a foundation of love and respect and truth and loyalty and commitment and passion and, and all the qualities that makes a great relationship. And um, I, I just see today, in today's era, I just see how many people just take it for light. You know, it's more like a convenience. And don't get me wrong, I understand everybody's situation is different. I don't knock people for what they do or why they're together. But I, don't so, I also think that if people were truthful with one another and just accept that, hey, I might be by myself instead of just being with somebody to be with somebody. Cause to me, that's, that's not a, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't just <laughs> trust me. You got two incomes and you got, you know, um, somewhat of a relationship that's pieced together. It's okay, but it's, <sighs> It's not going to work. It's not going to have no substance. It's not going to have that, that, um, that you're going to look at the person and damn near hate them and not on purpose, but it's going to be like, this what life is about, you know? So, um, you, if you find it, hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? Understand it's going to be ups and downs, turnarounds, 
you're going to have to do stuff you don't want to do. But if it's worth it, then it's going to work itself out. It's going to be one of the best situations you can be in. And it's going to make you a, a, a better couple, you know? You're gonna be you're gonna be able to overcome obstacles. You're gonna be able to uplift each other when when needed. And right now, in this era of of this virus that we're living in, romance, in my opinion, it can come back like an eight trap. You know, it could, it could, it can bring people together. If you put aside the different vices, the internet, twerking, selfies, every time you go somewhere, you gotta turn up. You gotta be lit. You know, I mean, put all that to the side and and look at what it is that you have. Look at what it is that that you've been able to uh, to to obtain you know if you get a ride or die then you 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 pretty much got the game uh figured out because when you got two people working on the same page to become one when you got two people who can merge into one force there's nothing you can't do that 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 unstoppable love will overcome everything. You know, you will see things from a perspective that may have been a puzzle to you before, but then when you have that person working with you or standing next to you, what you don't see, they may see it. They may be able to open your eyes to a situation may be able to guide you through uh, a difficult period. So I'm, I'm not advocating for people to get together because, you know, of COVID-19, but I'm, I am, you know, going to suggest that if you got somebody, make it work. Understand that people are dying from this thing. And, you know, you you need to, if you're with someone, you need to make it, you need to make every day important with that person. Um, I thought I was going to do 45 minutes, but it looked like uh, it's going to probably be about 30. And um, like I said, you know, I'm not the most well-versed when it comes to talking about different things. But I've gotten to this point in life where I just feel compelled to just share or have open dialogue about any and everything. Um, and, and I guess it's therapeutic for me as far as certain things that's going on in my life personally. And um, I'm, I'm just not a 
just not going to be quiet about stuff. I'm not going to stop living. I'm not going to let people dictate who it is and what it is I'm supposed to do. And that goes with everything. Working a job, um, being in a relationship, just everything, you know? Um, so I'm going to have conversations. I may even have it where I may call on a couple of people to, you know, help me have a, a, a good podcast, help me deliver good content because that's very important to me. Cause I, like I said before, your time is precious. I'm not asking for no money. You know, if you want to, you know, donate, that's cool. And if you don't, that's cool too. Um, I'm not hurting for money. I'm not, you know, doing this as a, as a side hustle. I got to get paid. Nah, it, it comes from the heart. And once you do stuff that comes from the heart, then you have a passion for it. You have an understanding of what it is that you want to do and what you need to do. So with that, I want to thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. And like I say, well, I will be doing this on Wednesday and Saturday. Tonight is the romantic version. I may switch it up, but I'm going to consider Wednesday as the hump day version. And we all know what hump day is. It's the middle of the week, but it also has a different meaning. So just be prepared. Nothing too outrageous. And, um, I hope you enjoy. So thank you, everybody. Everybody have a great night. And if you have any conversations or anything you want to talk about, hit me up.